Welcome to the Black Lives Mental Health Matters podcast, hosted by Kwabena Sayaka. This podcast looks through a trauma-informed lens at the trauma that black and brown folks and people of color have experienced historically in the United States of America. This podcast explores the justification for reparations to the black and brown communities for the psychological and physical harm that has been and is being done to these communities by individuals and communities acting with coordinated, conscious and unconscious schemes to destroy black and brown people's self-esteem, self-confidence, and their self-worth. Trauma enacted on these communities for the express purposes of controlling their will and their bodies, for their financial and social gain and advancement. In this episode... We want to unpack what we mean by reparations to the black community. Reparations to black Americans refer to the idea of compensating African Americans for the historic and ongoing injustices and systemic racism they have faced in the United States. These injustices include slavery, Jim Crow laws, redlining, mass incarceration, police brutality, and other forms of discrimination that have disproportionately affected black Americans. The idea of reparations has been debated in the United States for decades, and several bills have been introduced to Congress to study or establish a reparation program, but none have passed. The issue remains controversial, with some arguing that reparations are unnecessary or that they would be impractical to implement, while others argue that they are a necessary step toward addressing systemic racism and achieving social justice for black Americans. There is a growing movement among activists and scholars to push for reparations to address these historic injustices. Some advocates argue that reparations should take the form of financial compensation, while others propose alternative forms of redress, such as investments in education, health care, and housing programs that benefit black communities. It is important to note that any meaningful effort to provide reparations to the black community must also involve a commitment to dismantling systemic racism and promoting racial justice. This could include policies aimed at addressing income inequality, reducing mass incarceration, and improving access to health care, education, and other basic needs. The idea of reparations is based on the premise that black people have suffered significant economic, social, and political losses as a result of centuries of slavery, segregation, and other forms of institutionalized discrimination. Proponents argue that reparations are necessary to redress these injustices and promote greater equity and justice for black people. Another possible form of reparations floating around is financial compensation, which could take the form of direct payments or investments in black-owned businesses and communities. Another form of reparations could involve initiatives such as educational and job training programs, health care initiatives, and affordable housing programs that would seek to address the lasting effects of systemic racism and discrimination. 
Ultimately, the issue of reparations is complex and requires careful consideration and thoughtful dialogue among all stakeholders. It is essential to acknowledge and to address the harm caused by historical injustices, while also working to build a more equitable and just society for all people. Currently, there are two affirmative action cases before the U.S. Supreme Court. Last October in 2022, when hearing arguments from both sides, one of the justices, Justice Kavanaugh, posed an interesting question regarding the argument against race-based affirmative action. He queried the opposing side of affirmative action with this question. Was affirmative action based on race? Or was it based on harm and caused by enslavement? This is an interesting question and an an interesting take on the nature of reparation as well and is the basis of this podcast. Reparation discussion can often get caught up in seemingly pitting or favoring one race against or over another. But I argue this approach or thinking may be taking a myopic point of view. The U.S. government, one can say, for example, still has a myopic attitude toward reparations, lacking tolerance and understanding and unwilling to act prudently. California Assembly Bill 3121 establishes the task force to study and develop reparation proposals for African Americans with special consideration for African Americans who are descendants of persons enslaved in the United States. The task force recently recommended that all members of the eligible class be compensated for all five calculable areas of harm discussed in their report. The report concluded that the state of California created laws and policies discriminating against and subjugating free and enslaved African Americans and their descendants. The task force recommended an apology to black residents for generations of harm caused by discriminatory policies. The $800 billion estimate in California includes $246 billion to compensate eligible black Californians whose neighborhoods were subjected to aggressive policing and persecution or prosecution in the war on drugs from 1970 to 2020. What are reparations for human rights abuses? This refers to measures to redress violations of human rights by providing a range of material and symbolic benefits to victims or their families, as well as affected communities. Conditions for reparations usually include five key components, cessation and assurance of non-repetition of the harm that's been done, restitution and repatriation, compensation and satisfaction, and rehabilitation. 
The term emotional reparations refers to what will be needed to repair completely the generation upon generation of emotional and psychological harm inflicted on our ancestors, on us, and our children. The emotional harm is the greatest harm of all. Some folks get restitution and reparations confused. Restitution is the restoring to the rightful owner what has been lost or taken away. Reparations is the restoring to good condition of something that has been damaged. Compensation programs serve to publicly acknowledge wrongdoing, restore survivors' dignity, and raise public awareness about the harms victims have suffered. Reparations for former victims or their families members are often a psychologically necessary component of the healing process. After the end of Civil War, uh, black Americans were promised 40 acres and a mule. The long-term financial implications of this reversal is staggering by some estimates. The value of 40 acres and a mule for those 40,000 freed slaves would be worth $640 billion today. The concept of reparations may sound strange to today's folks, but this is not an unusual occurrence. After World War I, the Treaty of Versailles, signed in 1919, and the 1921 London Schedule of Payments required Germany to pay 132 billion gold marks, which was about $33 billion in U.S. money, and reparations to cover civilian damage caused during the war. After World War II, both West Germany and East Germany were obliged to pay war reparations to the Allied governments, according to the Potsdam Conference. Other Axis nations were obliged to pay war reparations according to the Paris Peace Treaty in 1947. The Potsdam Conference required Germany to pay Allies $23 billion, mainly in machinery and manufacturing parts. Dismantling in the West stopped in 1950. Reparations to the Soviet Union stopped in 1953. As a side note, out of all the countries that were required to pay reparations from World War II, Finland is the only one known to have paid its bill in full when it sent $300 million to the Soviet Union in 1952. In December 2022, the Prime Minister of the Netherlands, Mark Root, symbolically apologized on behalf of the Dutch government for its role in slavery at an event at the National Archives in The Hague which included representatives of various advocacy organizations. In a kind of a reverse situation, in 1837, the Slave and Compensation Act was an act of parliament in the United Kingdom signed into law 
on 23 December 1837 to bring about compensated emancipation. And slavers were paid approximately 20 million pounds in compensation and over 40,000 awards for enslaved people freed in the colonies of the Caribbean, Meritus, and the Cape of Good Hope. This represented around 40% of the British Treasury's annual spending budget and has been calculated as equivalent to about 16.5 billion pounds in today's terms. The point here being that reparation is not as strange as it seems, and we'll talk more about this in more detail later. This concludes this episode of Black Life Mental Health Matters. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Black Lives Mental Health Matters is hosted by Kwabena Siaka, trauma specialist, educator, and author, and produced by Value Creation Counseling PDX, LLC. Special thanks to my editor, Mary Myers, and to Susan Evans, who composed the background music entitled Kwabena's Theme, and to all my friends and family members who have commented and giving me feedback for this podcast. Thank you all. Take care until we meet again.